Incarnate One, Emmanuel, Jesus, at your coming, may you find in us a mansion prepared for you. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I do not envy Joseph. I mean, what a predicament. To discover that your fiancé has apparently been unfaithful, dishonest, and probably delusional, and then to feel that you are doing the noble thing by ending things quietly, with as much dignity as possible for all involved. And then, to have a dream wherein an angel asks you to do the most counterintuitive, hardest possible thing, given the circumstances. None of this makes for an easy week for the carpenter in Nazareth. And yet, while half of me feels really bad for Joseph, the other half is downright jealous that after finding himself in a tricky situation with a difficult decision to make, His dream clears it all up. I want dreams like that. My dreams never clear anything up. But what a dream Joseph had. An angel told him that Mary was pregnant with the one prophesied by Isaiah. Scripture Joseph surely knew. This baby was the one that was to be called Emmanuel, God with us. And so when Joseph woke up, he was to stay with Mary and to name the child. To name something is to love it and be in relationship. He was to name the child Emmanuel. And Emmanuel was to be named Jesus. This is a part that has confused people a lot through the ages, right? Was Joseph supposed to name him Emmanuel or Jesus? Well, Emmanuel, God with us was to be named Jesus for this reason. Jesus means to save. And this baby was being sent to be with us, not just as some sort of divine decoration in our life, but to save us from the mess that we had made here on earth. So Joseph was being asked to raise a baby that was not his so that this baby could save humankind. Kind of a tall order, but there it is. And so Joseph, being a righteous man who had just had a mind-blowing encounter with an angel, did wake up and he did stay with Mary. He did say yes to God. And he opened his heart and he trusted his dream and he named the baby and raised him. But why Joseph the carpenter? Why not Harold the baker or Herschel the butcher or Zebedee the fisherman? I was talking to someone this week who was wondering about the significance of Joseph's vocation, and he said he thought that Mary was called the God-bearer because she housed God from conception to birth, but that Joseph was a God-bearer, too, because he chose to stick around and shelter Jesus from birth into adulthood. He found a place in which the baby could be born out of the wind and the rain. He fled Bethlehem and took his family to Egypt to escape Herod. And then he settled his little family in Nazareth, and there the carpenter built a home for the incarnate God to grow up in. Oh, the things that the walls of Joseph's house must have witnessed, the dreams that must have been had under that carpenter's roof. 
I was at a Christmas party recently, and someone handed out caroling sheets, and we all started to sing. And at some point, the hymn, A Stable Lamp is Lighted, began. This is the hymn that our bishop quoted in his Christmas message this week, which I highly recommend to you, both the bishop's message and the hymn. The hymn is the one with the words, And every stone shall cry, and every stone shall cry. And straw like gold shall shine, a barn shall harbor heaven, a stall become a shrine. Makes me cry every time. Because anything powerful enough to make stones cry better have some sort of effect on our hearts, right? And when we say that even the stones can cry, and the walls can hear, and the straw can shine, then we know that something mystical is afoot. It is the mystery of the incarnation tied up with the humanity of a carpenter that so moves me this year. Moved by the hymn and the crying stones, Bishop Gates elaborated beautifully on how the light of Christ came to soften our hearts of stone and shine through our darkness, that the darkness could not be overcome by that light. And yet in his letter, I heard something simple and important that sent me down another path. I heard him saying that Jesus was born in a cave made of stone. Now, we know that while images of New England barns grace our nativity scenes, Jesus was more likely born in a rocky shelter where livestock could come and get out of the weather. We know that if the narrative is accurate, if Mary and Joseph had just arrived in Bethlehem to be counted, and if there was no room in the inn, and if an innkeeper did indeed send them to rest with the animals, then God's arrival here on earth as a baby was into a rocky cave. We also know that 33 years later, a rich man, coincidentally named Joseph, laid Jesus' body to rest in another stone cave. And I can imagine that both caves, if they could witness what came to rest in them, would weep. Jesus, Jesus, coming to us as a baby to save us and then suffering such a tremendous death makes us weep because these two acts of love, these bookends of his human life, are two of the most extraordinary acts of love that have happened on this earth. And humans met this act of love with love, starting with Mary and Joseph. When God decided to become incarnate in a vulnerable human body, it was clear that God was going to need to be sheltered. And so creation stepped up to meet him and shelter him. He was given a womb to grow in, a cave to be born in, probably a simple tent when he was a refugee with his parents in Egypt, a house in Nazareth built by his carpenter dad, resting places throughout his nomadic ministry in Bethany and beyond, and another rock cave. For his body to rest in, in the end. It makes me wonder how we are still being asked to house this incarnate Jesus. Because he is still asking for a home in you 
in me. He is asking for us to have the courage to carry him and birth him. He is asking for us to build a place for him in our hearts and in our daily lives and in our world. He is asking the carpenter in each of us to listen to our dreams, to let our dreams win over our best laid plans, to take risks and voyage far and build a house for the Christ child, that he may dwell in us, that he may grow and live and move and have his being right here in the dwelling place created just for him. Amen.